0: Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats, a program dedicated to creating a legacy for your pet. Animal companions, your pets, your children, whatever you call them, they are dearly loved family members. As pet parents and animal lovers, we have an obligation to ensure their current and future well-being. Join estate planning attorney and animal advocate Peggy Hoyt, your host, every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, here on natureschannel.fm, Peggy explores the many alternatives available to help you provide for the future care of your pets. They love us unconditionally. Let's make sure we care and provide for them in every circumstance.
1: Hello
2: and welcome. You are listening to All My Children Wear Fur Coats on natureschannel.fm. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt, and it is always my pleasure to be with you. Every show, we talk about the importance of planning for our pets. And if you do have a question at any time during the show, you can give me a call at 718 766 4996, or you can post your question to our Facebook page at All My Children Wear Fur Coats. So every time we get together, we're talking about estate planning for pets, and then we're talking about some interesting additional topics. And today we're going to talk a little bit about um planning for exotic pets. And not that I would necessarily encourage people to become exotic pet owners, but occasionally I do have the opportunity to work with folks who have exotic pets, whether that would be um parrots that would be very long lived, although they're probably not really falling into the exotic ca- category, but um Sometimes folks have um, wild cats. Sometimes they have primates. Sometimes they have um, zebras. Sometimes they have just different sorts of pets that you wouldn't necessarily come across every day. So it's not your typical dog and cat type of ownership. But I had the opportunity recently to visit um, Twin Tails Ranch, and Twin Tails Ranch is located up in uh, the central Florida area, the Alachua County area, and um, I had the opportunity to meet the the one of the founders and the um, owner-operator of this particular ranch. Her name is Patricia Zerbini, and so today I want to welcome Patricia to our show because she's going to talk to us about Twin Tails Ranch. And she's also going to talk to us a little bit about her sanctuary program that she has there. And I'm sure she'll have some advice for us as well on people who might have exotic pets and how to plan for them. Welcome to the show, Patricia. Thank you for having me, Peggy. Well, you're very welcome. And I was just Mm -hmm. thrilled to have the opportunity to meet you recently. Um, I took a, a client friend of mine up to meet Patricia at Two Tails and we had the opportunity to um sit and talk with Patricia for uh, a little while and to learn about her elephants and she's going to share that information with us today but i have to say because i am still excited about this patricia i know folks get like over the top about meeting an elephant in person and being able to um have a relationship with that elephant to to pet them and to see how they are around people but I was over the top, not about the elephant.
3: Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. Bloody hell. Hello.
2: Hello. Hello,
3: hello. Hello? Hello, hello.
2: Okay, so Patricia, I got dropped off the call for some reason, so I want to apologize to our listeners, but I was getting, I was telling people about what a unique opportunity it was to visit you out at Two Tails Ranch and that most people would be over the top about having the opportunity to interact with an elephant, and I don't want people to think that I'm taking that part lightly at all because I love that part. But for me, the real thrill was to be able to pet a zebra. (laughs) I was so excited about that. Oh, my gosh. I just never in my whole life, I'm a horse lover from the day I was born, and I just never believed that I was ever going to have that opportunity to uh, pet a zebra. So before we talk about the elephants, tell our listeners a little bit about the zebra.
3: Well, we have two zebras that live here at the ranch. Um, They are grant zebras, uh, one of three different species of zebras. All zebras do come from Africa. Now, grant zebras are the only ones who are not on an endangered species list right now. Um, And zebras are part of the equine family. They're just not characterized like a horse. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, their purpose is at the bottom of the food chain, and they are a very skittish animal that really has no... Thought process capability, so it makes it very different to deal with them on a day to day basis um they don't they they're just such a wild at heart type animal, basically is what it is. They're more like a deer, they're very skittish and always thinking something's out to get them so um people get confused and try to treat them like horses because they look so much like a horse, but their characteristics are not at all um what a horse's would be. And some zebras can get extremely nasty, believe it or not.
2: Well, it's hard to believe because they're so darn cute. But um, I did want our listeners to know that you also had some zebra there. So let's circle back around and tell us about Two Tails Ranch and how it was founded and what the purpose of the ranch is. Well, the ranch was founded in 1984 by
3: myself and my late husband, Theodore Svartesky, Um, And we originally started this because back then um, there were a lot of, believe it or not, surplus elephants, elephants that were being moved from this place to that place, didn't really have anywhere to go, Um, elephants that were unmanageable in zoos and such, and so we decided to build a facility where those types of elephants would have some place to go, whether permanent or temporary um and it's basically grown from from there. I mean our our main goal all of our life was to help uh conservation with Asian elephants and and start a breeding program which we did here at the ranch. We had two babies born here. Um and that was basically the the beginning and and what the purpose of the ranch was. Unfortunately, times being what they are, elephants are as you well know, disappearing at a quite rapid rate, and so breeding is not such a, a choice anymore. We no longer have genetics to keep conservation breeding programs going, so um, I have focused the ranch now more towards education and um, conservation in a way to educate people so that they know what the plight of the elephant is and what they can do to help.
2: Well, and that's a terrific goal, and I know on your website you say that over 250 elephants have passed through the gates of your ranch for a variety of reasons. That seems like a tremendous number of elephants, and then I know you have, um, I think it's six resident elephants there now?
3: Yes, ma'am. There's
2: six elephants that are here now are permanent residents. They are
3: my babies, Um, and we've had elephants boarded here for various reasons, Um, most zoos, Uh, would have only one exhibit area, so they would actually need to move elephants out while they were doing uh, refurbishing or construction. We've had elephants come in here for medical reasons, behavior problems, temporary housing while they're being moved from one facility to another. Um, I've also helped out in in emergency situations when Hurricane Andrew hit South Florida. I had all sorts of animals come up here. Um, And then when Katrina hit, same thing again. So... Um, we've been basically a boarding facility um, since the beginning, and we've boarded elephants for just about everybody at this point.
2: That That's incredible. Um, so take a minute, Patricia, and introduce us to your six resident elephants. Tell us a little bit about each one of them.
3: Well, the first and foremost resident, which is most of the time the picture you'll see of the ranch, is is Luke. He's our male Asian elephant. He was actually born in Orlando, so he was born in captivity. He will be 31 in November, and he's been living here with me since he was two years old. And then I have another male Asian elephant named Raja, who is in his mid-40s and has been living here for a little over four years now. I have Roxy, which is our matriarch elephant here. She is in her late 50s. She's an Asian female elephant, and she's been with me for 27 years. Then I have uh, Bunny, who is a female Asian elephant in her mid-30s that's been living here with me since, let's see, 26 years. And then the two newest residents we have are Patty and Tika, both female Asian elephants in their mid-30s and 40s, and they've been here almost three years now.
2: Well, and Patty was the one that I had the opportunity to actually um, see up close and personal, and she is very beautiful. She is, and
3: she's extremely sweet. She is one of the ones that we do most of our interactions. She loves people, and um as you well know, working with animals that you know not every animal enjoys other people's company but um so each elephant here we work with with what they enjoy doing um and she just enjoys meeting new people, so that is one of her favorite things. It's actually a treat for her every day when she gets to meet new people.
2: Well, and one of the things that she did that I thought was really unique, and, and maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about it, she um she actually does this kind of a purring sound when she's happy.
3: Yeah, they do a deep, uh, it is a, a very loud purr, and then when they get extremely happy, it will become almost like a growl. It comes. It starts off being a rumble through their trunk, and then when they get extremely happy, they will open their mouth and it sounds like, a a growl. And actually, Patty, was uh, we recorded her not too long ago for sounds on the new Jurassic Park video game. So some of those sounds will be Patty doing her happy growl.
2: Oh, that's very exciting. So one of the reasons that I was excited about having you on the show today is you have a celebration coming up this weekend. Tell us about that. We do. It is going to be our
3: fourth annual Elephant Appreciation Day fundraiser. And this year we are actually holding it for two days, uh, the 19th and 20th, which is Saturday and Sunday. It is the only time of the year that you can come to the ranch without having to make an appointment. We're open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And we have all sorts of things. It's an open house type thing. We invite all sorts of animal rescues and facilities to bring animals up and um, explain, talk to people about animals and their their goals and missions. We also have a vendor village. We'll have moon bounces and face painting and food and music. And, of course, we do elephant talks and demonstrations throughout the day. We'll have uh, pony rides and camel rides. And we will offer uh, opportunities to do hand feeding and photo ops with the elephants.
2: So I think that sounds like a tremendous opportunity for folks. And um, I know if you're in the central Florida area and you're listening to the show, you'll definitely want to check out the fourth annual Elephant Appreciation Day at the Twin Tails Ranch. Um, They are located out in the Alachua area of Florida. That's right, isn't it, Patricia?
3: We're actually, we're on the Tri-County area. We're actually in Levy County,
2: but we're right on the corner of Alachua
3: and Marion County. So we're right at the tip there, just four minutes away from Williston.
2: Okay, that's right, right near Williston. That's where my mother-in-law lives. So I have no excuses to not come back and visit um, Two two Tails again. So if folks want more information, they can, of course, go to your website, allaboutelephants.com, and get more information about this very exciting upcoming 4th Annual Elephant Appreciation Day on September 19 and 20. That's a Saturday and a Sunday, and it is the only time, as Patricia said, it's the only time that you can visit Twin Tails Ranch without having an advance reservation. And so I think this is very exciting, and we're going to go to break here in a moment. And while we're gone, I want people to be thinking about their questions. Call us. Take this unique opportunity to talk to Patricia at 718-766. 4996 and or you can ask for any questions that you might have on our Facebook page at All My Children Wear Fur Coats. Today we have the opportunity to talk to special guest Patricia Zerbini, with All About Elephants and Two Tails Ranch and we're going to go to break and we will be right back. You are listening to All My Children
0: Wear Fur Coats with estate state planning attorney and animal advocate, Peggy Hoyt, airing every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time here on natureschannel.fm. Find archives and more at legacyforyourpet.com.
4: natureschannel.fm, amazing talk radio shows, from gardening to animals, natural health and wellness, and fighting for nature. natureschannel.fm, it's where we grow.
5: Organic, loose leaf, and simply delectable, Prasana Tea Company strives to help people find balance, connect, and live in wellness. We source the finest tea leaves from pristine farms around the world and blend them with some of nature's purest gifts, creating unique infusions that are healthfully life-enhancing, blissfully aromatic, and positively delicious. Find us at Prasanatea.com. Prasanna Tea. It's tea the way it should be. Start your week off in a beautiful way. Come to Nature Sanctuary Sunday Service for a powerful and beautiful eco-spiritual celebration where we honor and support ourselves through the reflection of nature. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time here at natureschannel.fm. Visit thechurchofnature.org to find out more about Nature's Sanctuary Sunday Service and the Church of Nature.
4: Join the Horses Heart and Soul Herd and Sarah Willerson on natureschannel.fm Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern for Horse Wisdom Straight from the Stalls. Horses are the heartbeat of the earth and they help us attune our own hearts with our souls. They encourage us to remember that we are part of the harmonious flow that is nature. Tune in every Wednesday for Horse Wisdom Shared Straight from the Stalls.
6: So and Dipity, every Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Nature'sChannel.fm. Want to know what the latest garden trends are? Learn about homesteading techniques and get helpful tips that will help your garden grow? Join Shelly Levis as she explores eco-friendly gardening methods and fun do-it-yourself projects that will have you thinking outside the pot. So and Dipity, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Nature'sChannel.fm. Nature's Channel is where you grow amazing talk
1: radio shows we talk about animals and gardening natural health and wellness listen live at find archives at FM.
0: you are listening to all my children wear fur Coats with the state planning attorney and animal advocate peggy hoyt airing every monday at 3 p.m eastern time Here on natureschannel.fm Find archives
2: and more at legacyforyourpet.com Welcome back. You're listening to All My Children Wear Fur Coats on natureschannel.fm I'm your host Peggy Hoyt and if you have questions or comments you can give us a call at 718-766-4996 or post to our Facebook page at All My Children Wear Fur Coats. Today we have a very special guest on with us. It's Patricia Zerbini of Two Tails Ranch located in uh, Williston, Florida. And she runs an an, uh, elephant sanctuary called um, Two Tails Ranch, but you can find it online at allaboutelephants.com. And one of the reasons that we're talking to Patricia today is she has this awesome event coming up this Saturday and Sunday, September 19th and 20th. It's the fourth annual annual Elephant Appreciation Event. Welcome back, Patricia. Thank you. So um, how did you get interested in elephants? I mean, most kids don't just wake up and go, gee, I think I'll grow up and uh, raise elephants or take care of elephants or have a farm that has elephants. How did that happen? Well, my family's
3: been working with exotic animals for nine generations, and I always say I just pick the most expensive one to focus on. <laughs> yeah. but, um Basically, I grew up, my dad specialized in big cats, and um, I was actually, as a small child, always scared of elephants because we always had big cats around, and I never really did a whole lot around elephants as a young child. And then when I was about nine years old, my dad did purchase a group of elephants, and um, I just started growing more and more and more attached to them, and um, they just stole my heart away. That's all I can tell you. I just... I've worked with so many different types, species of animals, and elephants just uh, lassoed me in. I just, there's something about them that I just find fascinating. I've been working with them for 45 years now, and um, I just, something every day just makes me tingle inside that I get to be around them.
2: Well, and that would have to be true because without that kind of commitment, I mean, you wouldn't be able to do what you're doing every day. Um, Tell our listeners, Patricia, um, how much an elephant eats and how much it costs to feed an elephant on a daily basis.
3: The average elephant here at the ranch eats anywhere between 200 and 375 pounds of food per day. They will drink between 100 and 150 gallons of water per day. Um, they eat a variety of foods. They are vegetarians. They eat five different kinds of hay. We also grow bamboo, elephant grass, and banana plants here for them. We also supplement them with uh, different types of grains, and we have fresh fruits and vegetables shipped in for them. And then we do take them out. We have grazing pastures. We have wooded areas, so they also get a whole lot of fresh vegetation to boot. So they do eat quite a lot, and yes, you're right. It's, It's if you're in this kind of uh, commitment with them, you are definitely not doing it for the money because money is always a big a big issue with us here. It is such a big expense to keep them well, healthy, and safe that um, sometimes I scratch my head and think of where that next bale of hay is coming from. But um, we manage to, to pull it off every, every week. So basically, um, it is a big commitment. It's also a commitment that I have made as a teenager. Um I have yet to have a vacation. Um there's no days off, there's no sick days. Elephants live in a matriarchal society where I have become basically their matriarch, and as their matriarch, I am expected to be there 24/7 for them. So basically that is what I do. I am here for them. Um and I don't get to go off <laughs> and do things like other folks do. So you do have to love what you're doing and have a deep passion for it because it is a lifelong commitment.
2: Absolutely a lifelong commitment. So I went away to Daytona Beach over the weekend, and I had a pet sitter come to my house and take care of my three horses, seven dogs, and two cats. But you can't just pick up the phone and call a pet sitter and say, come take care of my six elephants and my two zebra and my camel and my ostrich and my tortoises. Um, not that easy, is it? It's not, and
3: especially the elephants, because like I said, um, my family's always prided themselves on working with animals within their social structure. So basically, what we do is mimic their social structure um, to be able to to care and work with them. And so, in order to mimic an elephant social structure, you have to become part of that family unit. And in such in doing such, you know, elephants in the wild, the matriarch and the head the heads of the family don't take days off and vacations. they are there 24-7 and so in an elephant's mind uh, they don't understand if you go away for a few days and and they just assume okay she's done who's next up who's going to take over and who's going to helping us here and who's going to be guiding us and that's basically their way their mental their mental structure works so you are basically stuck here 24-7
2: So I remember you telling me when I was there about all the different jobs that an elephant might have within a herd of elephants, and so that it really does take each individual with their unique job to make the whole herd work properly.
3: Right, and a herd of elephants is a family unit, it's very difficult to explain, but it, you can compare it to a family, every elephant in that herd, but it's the same as a pack of dogs or a herd of horses. Each individual has a position within that herd and a responsibility to do whatever their little job is. And you're mimicking that social structure. You're setting that pyramid of authority and and guidance. And so basically that's what you're doing with just about any animal um, that you work with or live with. Um, whether it's a dog or a horse or an elephant. Elephants are just such a tight-knit family unit that it is very difficult. You, there's no way for me to explain to them that I want to take a week vacation and they'll be fine <laughs> and they can just wait till I get back, you know. Someone else is going to come in and give you food and water because working with an elephant is not just about the food and water. You're basically the head of the family. You're You're keeping the bullies from bullying the other ones. You're keeping the the ones that are not so strong-charactered, confidence up. So you're constantly working with all those elements when you're around them. And as they're, uh, you know, it's called matriarch, but you're basically being a mother to them constantly, you know. If one, you know, it's just I have four boys, and I basically go through the same things with my own children as I do with the elephants. I don't find a whole lot of difference, other than the shape and size, <laughs> but it's basically the same concept.
2: That and that's really funny. So I, I'm I'm pretty sure that some of our listeners are getting a, a big charge out of that at the moment. Um, so you also explained that this was part of the reason why, when there's poaching in um, Asia or Africa of our elephants, that it actually can destroy the entire herd um because if if the animal that is actually the one that's killed was one of the matriarchs or had a very important role in that herd it can actually um be very detrimental to that whole herd yes they they found that
3: out years ago when they were culling um they used to call you know certain elephants and they found out that By culling the older elephants and leaving just the young ones, like you would do in a lot of different cullings, unfortunately, that go on with all different species, Um, you're usually culling out the older ones and leaving the younger ones. Well, you can't really do that with elephants because the younger ones need the adult supervision, basically. And when you're culling elephants like that, if you're culling the wrong ones, that herd will basically fall apart because there is no leadership, there is no one to guide them, to To protect them, to show them, and to, you know, provide for them. So, yeah, when you're – they found that out in Africa and in Asia um, years ago, and it is a very difficult uh, situation right now with all the um, problems that are going on in their um, native countries.
2: Yeah, that makes me sad to think about it. So tell our listeners, Patricia, the difference between Asian and African elephants two complete different species. The Asian
3: elephant um, has the smaller ears. It has two domes on the top of its head. It has five toes on its front feet, four toes on its back feet. It has one finger at the end of its trunk, and it will have uh, skin pigmentation, which is basically equivalent to freckles. The African elephant will have a narrow, flat forehead that curves around, Their ears can measure up to seven foot from top to bottom, so they have massive ears that distinguish them. And actually, an African elephant's ear is shaped like the continent of Africa, so you can always look at the shape of their ears and tell where they're from. Um, The African elephant will also only have four toes on their front feet and three toes on their back feet, and they have a finger on the end of their trunk as well, but they also have a bottom-type lip. And they have no skin pigmentation, meaning they do not have freckles. They have a solid-colored skin. Now, although both species are very similar externally, internally they are very different, and you cannot interbreed them. And the closest living relative to an Asian elephant would actually be the manatee.
2: Really, I find that to be so interesting. Well, we're going to have to get ready for another break, so I just want to remind everybody, if you're in the central Florida area or if you're up for a drive, You can visit Two Tails Ranch this weekend, September 19th and 20th at Saturday and Sunday, September 19th and 20th for the fourth annual Elephant Appreciation Day. And it's the only time that you can visit the ranch without having reservations. They're going to be open from 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. And this will be a very, very unique opportunity to not only um, meet Patricia and her elephants, but see the other animals that she has at the ranch, meet some rescue groups that will be there as part of a vendor village, and give you an opportunity to just have such a unique experience. Um, The day that I was there, There was a family who had driven down from Georgia um, because they were just so excited about being around the elephants. So I want to encourage our listeners to participate in this fourth annual elephant appreciation event, Friday and Saturday, I mean, Saturday and Sunday, September 19 and 20. We're going to go to break, but we'll be right back. Stick with us. We're talking to Patricia Zerbini with Two Tails Elephant Ranch. You are listening to All My Children Wear Fur
0: Coats with Estate Planning Attorney and Animal Advocate Peggy Hoyt, airing every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time here on Nature'sChannel.fm. Find archives and more at legacyforyourpet.com.
4: Nature'sChannel.fm. Amazing talk radio shows from gardening to animals, natural health and wellness, and fighting for nature. Nature'sChannel.fm it's where we grow.
5: Organic, loose leaf, and simply delectable, Prasana Tea Company strives to help people find balance, connect, and live in wellness. We source the finest tea leaves from pristine farms around the world and blend them with some of nature's purest gifts, creating unique infusions that are healthfully life-enhancing, blissfully aromatic, and positively delicious. Find us at Prasanatea.com. It's tea the way it should be. Start your week off in a beautiful way. Come to Nature's Sanctuary Sunday Service for a powerful and beautiful eco-spiritual celebration where we honor and support ourselves through the reflection of nature. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time here at natureschannel.fm. Visit thechurchofnature.org to find out more about Nature's Sanctuary Sunday Service and the Church of Nature.
4: Join the Horses Heart and Soul Herd and Sarah Willerson on Nature's Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern for Horse Wisdom Straight from the Stalls. Horses are the heartbeat of the earth and they help us attune our own hearts with our souls. They encourage us to remember that we are part of the harmonious flow that is nature. Tune in every Wednesday for Horse Wisdom Shared Straight from the Stalls.
6: Soendipity, every Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on natureschannel.fm. Want to know what the latest garden trends are? Learn about homesteading techniques and get helpful tips that will help your garden grow? Join Shelley Levis as she explores eco-friendly gardening methods and fun do-it-yourself projects that will have you thinking outside the pot. So in Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on natureschannel.fm. Nature's Channel is where
1: you grow amazing talk radio shows we talk about animals and gardening natural health and wellness listen live at find archives at
0: you are listening to all my children wear fur coats with the state planning attorney and animal advocate peggy hoyt airing every monday at 3 p.m eastern time Here on natureschannel.fm Find archives and more
2: at legacyforyourpet.com Welcome back You're listening to All My Children Wear Fur Coats on natureschannel.fm I'm your host Peggy Hoyt and we started out the show talking about um, planning for your pets but thinking about planning for exotic animals and in that regard we are talking today to Patricia Zurbini who operates the Twin Tails Elephant Ranch located in Williston, Florida. And one of the things we're excited about is that this Saturday and Sunday, September 19 and 20, you can visit the ranch. It's an open visitation for Elephant Appreciation Day 2015. Uh, The gates will be open from 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. Welcome back, Patricia. Thank you, Peggy. I am I I'm hoping I can come out to your Elephant Appreciation Day because I think that would just be great and I really want to be able to encourage our listeners to come out there and um experience everything you have out at the ranch. And I know that in addition to the elephants, you have some other animals there. Tell us a little bit about some of the other residents.
3: Some of our other residents would be Louis, our dromedary camel. We have uh two Grant Zebras, Pierre and Tosh. We have an ostrich named Catherine. We have an emu named Peepers. We have a giant Salcutta tortoise named um, Bert. We have two smaller Salcutta tortoises uh, named Rosie and Daisy. And we have a family of lemurs. Um, we call the mom and dad. We called oh, they just had a baby. They actually the baby is just seventeen weeks old now. But mom and dad, we call. Um, king and queen julian my kids named them after the movie madagascar and then right. when the baby was born we named the baby tarzan so it's a little boy um and oh, then how we cute. have our resident duck donald who basically runs the farm and anybody who's visited the farm knows donald because he is all over the place
2: well and I missed the lemurs when I was there and um I'm sorry that I did. And I think when we were there you also were boarding um several other camels. So you had uh five or six camels there at the time. Yeah, we had
3: uh five camels come in, their pasture was being um refenced. So they came and spent uh ten days with us here. We 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 boarded the camels for uh with the facility down south. So they came up here for the ten days and they are now gone.
1: So
2: people that want to come out to the ranch, if you if you don't make it for Elephant Appreciation Day, you will have to make a reservation in order to visit the ranch. And tours are offered every day except on Thursdays, but you have to have that appointment. You can't just show up. Um, but tours can also be booked for not only individuals, but families, large groups, schools, camps, scouts, daycares, churches. I can't imagine anybody who doesn't, who doesn't know about you and, and is hearing about you for the first time, they're absolutely going to want to come out and visit. Yeah, well, we invite everyone that, that
3: loves animals, especially elephants, to come out and visit. And a lot of people, unfortunately, don't know about us. But um, once again, it comes down to funding. Um, we just don't have the extra funding to advertise. So all our our visitors are basically word of mouth at this point. And we've been open to the public now for nine years. Um, and it grows uh, as people come out and visit and share the their their experience here. We have seen a growth in, in visitors. Um, but like I said, uh, the funding for, I get that all the time. People go, you need to advertise. We didn't know about you. And it's like, well, the, the money's just not there for the advertising. This is probably one of the few facilities in the country where 100% of the donations and all monies that we collect go towards the care of the animals.
2: Well, and I think that's tremendous. And you already mentioned, and folks need to be reminded of this, that elephants eat somewhere between 200 to 375 pounds of food each and every day. That's not a week. That's every day. And if you've ever bought fruits and vegetables, you know that that can be an expensive proposition. So, um Patricia is always looking for sources of donations, and the Elephant Appreciation Day is just one way of introducing the public to the fabulous work that she's doing out at Two Tails Ranch. And I also notice on your website, Patricia, and the website, just so folks can know about this, is at allaboutelephants.com, but that you are actually have a fundraising effort going on right now to help build 20 acres of perimeter fencing. Talk about that project a little bit. Well, we've
3: we've had perimeter fencing, and um, unfortunately, we, just, we get a lot of threats from people that don't believe in what we're doing. So we decided to keep our animals safe. We decided to go with extra perimeter fencing. So we now have 20 acres enclosed with 8-foot perimeter fencing. This is also going to allow us um, to expand some of our yards and grazing areas um, because we were only on a – we were keeping it back. We have 75 acres here at the ranch, but um, we are slowly growing into the rest of it because, of, like I said, the perimeter fencing is uh, a big issue. So we have a campaign going on right now. Um, You can go to the website, and we actually have it where you can buy – Uh, a foot or two foot or five feet of fence, and it's $15 a foot, and we know it doesn't sound like a whole lot, and people probably say, well, it's not worth me going to $15, but if, you know, one person gets five of their friends and five of their friends and everybody can donate $15, that would be phenomenal because the cost of this new fencing is right at $75,000 right now, and that's a lot of bales of hay for us, so we're just trying to get people involved here and um, help put the perimeter fencing
2: up. I think that's a tremendous activity, and I hope people will help support that effort. Um, taking care of any kind of pet is a lifetime commitment, so we just want to remember that Anytime that that um, any of our listeners would be thinking about getting a cat or a dog or any other kind of an animal, horses. It's a lifetime commitment, and we have to make sure that we not only – plan for them while we're alive and well, but we also have to think about what would happen to them if something happened to us. So, Patricia, do you have any animals there that ended up there because somebody failed to plan for what was going to happen in the event of their passing?
3: Unfortunately, I've had quite a few show up. I have a little miniature donkey here that was a part of that. My ostrich came here because uh, they hadn't planned for it. Um, I've had parrots come in here that, you know, people didn't realize when they bought them. And we do, when we do our educational tours here at the ranch, we do touch on that base to explain to people that there are a lot of great companion animals out there, but you really must do your research when purchasing one so that you can know how long it's going to live, what its needs are, how big it's going to get. We say this a lot with our tortoises because Bert, I don't know if you saw Bert when you were here, but he's 180 pounds, and when those types of tortoises are sold on the pet market, they're usually only a few inches in diameter, and people just don't realize that those types of tortoises that are only cute little tiny fit in your palm of your hand will grow to be uh, hundred to 140 pounds, uh, sometimes well over 200 pounds, and they will live well over 120 years, so that's a very long generational commitment. The tortoise that I have here, Bert, is 78 years old, and he was actually my grandfather's tortoise. And I am sure that my grandchildren are going to be um, caring for him after I go. <laughs> so it is very important, as you say, to plan for your pets or animals in your care for um, if something does happen to you.
2: So 78 years old for a tortoise is actually young. And um, we I don't think do think about what that lifetime commitment might be i mean horses can live to be 25 35 i know of folks who have horses that have been up to 40 years old you mentioned some of the elephants are already in their 40s that you have you had one that's i think she said she's in her 50s oh uh, yeah roxy's in her 50s and um that's just a, how long does an elephant live
3: well, our elephants here at the ranch have been averaging 70 to 75. I have had two of them that hit their... Um, zoos, elephants tend to live anywhere between um, 40 and 45. And unfortunately, in the wild right now, average age for an elephant is 18 to 22. Oh, so, man, they're, um, they're hardly grown they, by then. Yeah, pretty... Yeah, they're they're just starting their life. Um, so, it, yeah, it is a long commitment. I have my son who is actually... Um him and his wife will basically take care of the probably I'll have a couple here that I'm sure will out- outlive me. Luke will be one of them um so yeah, you have to plan and you have to make uh, accommodations um for their their
2: upkeep and their well being after um after I'm gone. Well, I remember meeting Luke when I was out there and um uh Luke is approximately twelve thousand pounds, so you can imagine um that kind of an animal takes a tremendous amount of commitment. He is a superstar though. He has beautifully crossed trunk, I mean, uh tusks in the front of his trunk and he's also an artist, isn't that right, Patricia? He does. He loves to paint, he
3: loves grabbing sticks and making designs in the dirt and it came about a lot of people ask me how I trained him. Well, believe me or not, I did not train him to do that. My way he grew up here. He was 2 years old when I got him. And my older sons, who are now in their 30s, um, were small children. And they kind of grew up together. And they used to play with paints and an easel in the backyard. And we played around with Luke. He learned how to play soccer with them and chase the ball around. And one day they were painting and we played around. And it just became something that he likes to do. So um, it's something that once I hand him the brush, I never know what he's going to do. And we will be doing some painting this weekend as well. And we'll be auctioning off those paintings.
2: Well, I think that will be a tremendous opportunity. So um, if you can, join us this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, September 19 and 20, for the fourth annual Elephant Appreciation Day. It's going to be in Williston, Florida. You can get more information at allaboutelephants.com so that you can get directions, you can figure out how to get there. It's really not hard from the Central Florida area. Um, Even from South Georgia, you could get there very easily. But this is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity where you can visit Two Tails Ranch. You don't have to have an appointment. The gates are open from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. We hope that you'll take advantage of this opportunity. We're going to go to break, but we're going to be right back. We're talking to Patricia Zerbini with Two Tails Elephant Ranch. And I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. We'll be right back. You
0: are listening to All My Children Wear Fur Coats with estate planning attorney and animal advocate, Peggy Hoyt airing every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, here on natureschannel.fm. Find archives and more at legacyforyourpet.com.
4: natureschannel.fm Amazing talk radio shows, from gardening to animals, natural health and wellness, and fighting for nature. natureschannel.fm It's where we grow.
5: Organic, loose leaf, and simply delectable, Prasanna Tea Company strives to help people find balance, connect, and live in wellness. We source the finest tea leaves from pristine farms around the world and blend them with some of nature's purest gifts, creating unique infusions that are healthfully life-enhancing, blissfully aromatic, and positively delicious. Find us at PrasannaTea.com. Prasana Tea. It's tea the way it should be. Start your week off in a beautiful way. Come to Nature's Sanctuary Sunday Service for a powerful and beautiful eco-spiritual celebration where we honor and support ourselves through the reflection of nature. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time here at Nature'sChannel.fm. Visit thechurchofnature.org to find out more about Nature's Sanctuary Sunday service and the Church of Nature.
4: Join the Horses Heart and Soul Herd and Sarah Willerson on Nature's Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern for Horse Wisdom Straight from the Stalls. Horses are the heartbeat of the earth, and they help us attune our own hearts with our souls. They encourage us to remember that we are part of the harmonious flow that is nature. Tune in every Wednesday for Horse Wisdom Shared Straight from the Stalls.
6: Zoendipity, every Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Nature's Channel.fm. Want to know what the latest garden trends are? Learn about homesteading techniques and get helpful tips that will help your garden grow? Join Shelly Levis as she explores eco friendly gardening methods and fun do it yourself projects that will have you thinking outside the pot. Zoendipity, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Nature's Channel.fm nature's
1: channel is where you grow with amazing talk radio shows we talk about animals and gardening natural health and wellness listen live at find archives at natureschannel.fm
0: you are listening to all my children wear fur coats with estate state planning attorney and animal advocate peggy hoyt airing every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time here on Nature's FM. Find archives and more at
2: legacyforyourpet.com. Welcome back. You're listening to All My Children Wear Fur Coats on Nature's natureschannel.fm. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt. Today we've been talking with co-founder of Two-Tails Elephant Ranch, Patricia Zerbini, And before the break, we were talking about planning for exotic animals or animals that can live a really long time. She was telling us all about the ranch. And, um, Patricia, I'm noticing that in addition to being able to donate to the ranch, um, you also have a membership opportunity. We do. We have membership opportunities. They're
3: all different levels on our website. Um, We are constantly – our website, thankfully, was donated to us by a wonderful organization in uh, Gainesville called Blue Dove Designs. So, therefore, they are constantly putting things up for us, and so we are constantly p- changing our memberships. We are getting ready to do where you can adopt one of our elephants. So, uh, hopefully, that will be up here soon. Um, so, that will be a wonderful thing. People can actually adopt an elephant and here at the ranch so that they actually have a name and a face and a picture and When they come out here,
2: they can say, that is the elephant I have adopted. Oh, I think that's tremendous. Well, and I know folks can also uh, volunteer out at the ranch. What would they do if they wanted to be a volunteer? Right now we have group volunteers
3: available. We hold those usually on Sundays and Thursdays. Um, Obviously they'd have to um, send an email in and, you know, register it. Um, And we do group volunteers. You can have anywhere from 10 to 20. And we use this opportunity to have manpower because, as you know, I think I've told you that it's only um, myself, my son, and my daughter-in-law running this place. So it's a family-run operation, so we don't have a lot of extra hands. So we use these volunteers to help us do um, general maintenance around the facility, Um, This time of the year we're doing a lot of land clearing, getting ready for winter to make sure we have fire breaks and so on and so forth. Sometimes the volunteers will come out and help us chop down bamboo to feed the elephants, Um, fence fixing, painting. It's a lot of maintenance that um, a lot of times uh, we don't have enough hands to do it all. And then usually our volunteers get to, um, when they're done volunteering, we actually bring one of the elephants out and they can do group pictures and spend a little time with one of the elephants.
2: Oh, that sounds like a tremendous opportunity for organizations or groups that want to do a good thing, so um, coming out and volunteering at the ranch. So we're going to run out of time, and I, I'm always sorry when we get to the end of the show, but I want to thank Patricia for joining us today and to for telling us all about the elephants and the other animals that she has in her care at Twin Tails Ranch. I want to remind folks that this weekend, September 19 and 20, that's Saturday the 19th and Sunday the 20th, there will be the fourth annual Elephant Appreciation Day at Twin Tails Ranch in Williston. You can go to their website at allaboutelephants.com for more information. Thank you again, Patricia. We hope we can see you this weekend, but we hope you have a tremendous event and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. And then we want to remind our listeners that you can find us on social media at All My Children Wear Fur Coats, at Twitter, at Kids in Fur Coats. We're also on YouTube and Pinterest and on Facebook, of course, where you can leave us your questions, your comments. You can post pictures of your animal friends, and you can make sure that you get the information you need about taking care of your pets, not just today while you're alive and well, but in the future, in the event of your disability, in the event of your death, we want to make sure and encourage that all people have a lifetime commitment to their pet, and that doesn't mean just for the human's lifetime. That means for the pet's lifetime. And if you are a person who likes long-lived animals, like parrots, like horses, like tortoises, it's very, very important that you, as that animal lover, make sure that those animals are going to be taken care of so that they don't have one minute where they are in a quandary about who's going to take care of them next. So that's that's our topic. Every week we talk about planning for our pets, and we just so appreciate you being here, and we appreciate your questions and your comments and everything that you do to help animals. If you have a suggestion for a future show, we'd love to hear about that as well. But we hope you'll all take the opportunity to visit Two Tails Ranch in Williston, Florida, this weekend for the fourth annual Elephant Appreciation Day. We'll see you next week. Happy tails. Thank you
0: for joining us on All My Children Wear Fur Coats here on Nature's FM. All My Children Wear Fur Coats explores options and alternatives for creating a lasting legacy for your pet. Visit LegacyForYourPet.com to join our email list for updates on shows, links to archives, information on complimentary pet planning workshops, and more. Be sure to tune in every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Happy tails! See you next week. Pets share our day-to-day struggles, adventures, and special moments, and they love us unconditionally. For all these reasons and so many more, host Peggy Hoyt shares her extensive knowledge in estate planning to help you ensure a healthy and safe future for your pet. Tune in to All My Children Wear Fur Coats every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on natureschannel.fm.